0: you get a monthly mastermind exclusively. It's a Zoom call every month with other YouTube members. Uh, you also get weekly videos exclusive to the YouTube members on how to use social media to improve your opportunities in life sciences. So check that out. Really means a lot to me. And thank you so much again for listening and enjoy the show. Hello, Guru Nation. Welcome to another episode. It's Labor Day. Guys and gals, we don't take days off, okay? It's just some days you work more than others, but it's nothing off. What's off hasn't been off for a long time. But today I got a very, very special guest. This person, Adewale Alao, who you see right here, he's a senior clinical research coordinator at Mount Sinai in New York City, in Manhattan. But prior to that, and still has helped with the CRA Academy tremendously when it comes to the, Adewale, uh, I guess this is a good way to introduce yourself. Do we give real, we give real breast cancer study to our interns to monitor? Not It's not pretend. So
1: so, Dan, first of all, let me just say I would, uh, a big thank you for having me on today. You know me and you have been going back and forth Yes, and, uh, we're going to do this. Podcast thank you for you. Thank do. you yes, you. Yes, it is stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> first of all, let me start with this. Ah, uh, so thank you, man. You see this right here? A lot of people who want to talk to me about clinical research, the first thing I tell them is like, go get this first. This is a very good way to start. Get this, start with it, and um, sky's the limit. So, my name is Adewale Alao, just like you said. Um, I can remember how myself and you met on the phone, over the phone, talking about how um, I want to start, you know, helping with the interns and all this stuff.
0: Oh, you that's know, right. I, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Remember, we were going to talk about that, right? Well, I've, yeah, I forgot, so I'm going to throw this in. Before there was a YouTube membership, which is going to be the best 10 bucks a month you ever spend, yeah. Right? There was a Patreon. Now it's even easier because it's on YouTube. You don't even need to leave where you are right now. Just click join. I did while I was on there. So I talked to everybody who's on there one on one. And then we also do the Zoom calls. And he was like, Hey man, I really like am ambitious. I'm a business person. I'm in healthcare. I want to get into research. So then I was like, dude, thank you so much. You seem like a very competent person. It took like two or three conversations. And I was like, you know what? Let's try it because I have all these interns sending me their monitoring reports. It would be helpful if I had somebody doing that with me and Jeslyn because we got our hands full. You stepped right in. Super professional. You learned the protocol like in a week. You learned the protocol. You learned a monitoring report just, why don't you talk about that? How was that process?
1: Listen, I was, when I saw that protocol, I was reading that like a Bible because I really wanted to get into that breast cancer, you know, so quickly so that I can help people out there and um, especially help DSCS, you know, with the report and all the stuff. And just for the question that you asked me, that was a live report right there that we're doing. So I need people to understand that if you are this academy, you are actually getting to a live study. And everything that you, all you just need to do just to work hard. Just do what you got to <laughs> do. Work hard. Write the extensive report. We review it. We give you a positive feedback. If we got to give you feedback, we give you feedback. We give you always a positive feedback. And all we just got to do is just to let you know and just to find a way to just make you do better. And um, just go out there, kill the interview. Do your thing. Become whoever you want to become.
0: You said it right there. Hard work. All you got to do is work hard. It's like exercise. You know, all you got to do is get on the bike and eat well. And you're going to be in good shape. Easier said than done. But unlike our competitor, we're the only place that I'm aware of. Maybe there's one that exists that has not only the course, but the real life internship, like actual monitor. You're going to do remote monitoring. You're giving your report to me, Jeslyn, and Ade. Then we're reviewing it, all of us. And then I'm doing your resume. And then you could go interview with Mount Sinai or wherever else you're going to go interview and get hired. That's that's so, the goal.
1: So, so Dan, here's here's the good part of it because um, I know of, uh, you know, some couple of people out there who are doing like the, you know, training for, you know, folks out there to get into clinical research and stuff like that. I have never seen anything like your academy. Like it's just different. It's different. Um, a lot of people have approached me about it. They want to get into it. And um, I've advised them, like, hey, all you just got to do is just a- remember there's somebody who, you know, texted you one time that they want to get into it and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, everybody came back and gave me a good feedback and stuff like that. And people are getting jobs out there. Because yeah. the reason why they're getting this job is because you're actually doing the live report. And that is going to help you with your interview process. Because one thing people don't know is, like, something that you've never done, there's no way you can understand it. And there's no way you can, you know, do interview and pass it. Because, listen, everybody that interviews you, they understand. They know if you don't know it.
0: Really, but if yeah. you've
1: really, really done it, they know you've done it. And that goes right there.
0: Yeah, just saying, on my monitor, i told students who've taken our class, Take your report with you. I don't care if it's on Zoom. Bring your report with you and read it to that. Look, this is what I've been doing. Like, this is what I'm working on. I'm going through a monitoring report. I can't give you the details, but this is the process that I'm going through. That alone, okay? Nobody else who they're going to interview is doing this. Nobody. I could almost guarantee you nobody's doing that. But thank you for the kind words, Ade, for for the academy, for myself. But enough about me. How does somebody like you, Ade? Okay, we want to know your story. How does someone like you even think to reach out to me and say, "Hey, man, you know, I want it." Like, there's something there with you, and I know the other people watching are similar. How did, how and why did you want to get into research?
1: That's a very good question, Dan. And um, this story actually goes way back into um, when I wanted to get back into clinical research. And um, the first thing that I did was I went on YouTube and um, I was just searching and I was just looking into like, okay, what's going on with, you know, clinical research out there? The first person that came was you. Then I'm like, I'm just read about this guy. Let me just give it a chance. Then um, (laughs) I was listening to your podcast. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, this man is really knowledgeable. Like, he know what he's talking about. So, I started listening to um, a lot of your podcasts, and, um, you know, and in my mind, something tells me, like, this is somebody I need to know. So, the first thing I started doing was, like, you know, leaving comments because I was looking for a way to just get through you, like, not through you, but get into, you know, you knowing me. So, I started leaving comments, and, um, and the good thing about you is like every comment you're going to respond back. You're always going to respond back. I'm like, wow, this is beautiful. The next thing I did, it was because I know you always leave your phone number like, hey, ask me questions and stuff like that. Then I said, I still have that text on my phone. The first thing <laughs> that I sent to you is still right here. And um, I sent you that text because uh, I was asking about IMVs and some couple of stuff. And um, you responded back right there. And I'm like, OK. Then here goes um, the patron membership. The first day I saw this, I'm like, I'm signing up right now. <laughs> I have opportunity to get into this, man. So I signed up and, um, you know, we started, you know, conversation and stuff like that. Then I found out that there's, there's another upgrade that you actually make calls to people once in a month. I'm like, oh, there you go. Now I'm able to speak with this, man. So I upgraded to that then we started talking. And that's how I finally um But your
0: your your pitch was like different than others and I'm I want to get into that because I think others can benefit from that. So your pitch was not about it was a little bit about what you need. You need that, but it was more about how you can help me. And you were telling me about your project management background and how you've, you've basically looked at things like process, like a monitoring report, obviously not in research, but you were looking at similar process. And so you were like, immediately you were able to find what, what I needed help with, with just a little bit of conversation. I think that skill that you have, a lot of people don't, I think a lot of people can do it. It's not a difficult thing to do. Right, but so Dan, it's, you do it well. I don't know how can you help people. So,
1: so Dan, the, the skill came from watching your video because I remember, um, you know, one of the video that I watched and you was talking about, hey, the only way you can get, you know, you know, get what you want is if you offer them what you can do for them, offer them how you can help them. For example, somebody who wants to get into clinical research, you're looking for sites around you and, you know, offering to like, you know what, hey, I can look, I can help with the recruitment. I can help with the, um, you know, with, you know, I can do a free internship with you and stuff like that. You just have to find something that they really need and you just have to say that to them. And that's going to, you know, like give them like, okay, all right, we might like to work with you. And that's what I did because I'm looking like, okay, here's how I can help you down here. Um, We could look for some, you know, doctors over here and just, you know, um I was actually talking to you about let's bring um c r a academic down here, if you remember that, yeah, yeah, I remember I was saying I like you know let's just bring it down here. I was just giving some you know kind of um skills that I have in my head, and I'm like, you know what I, how can work, how can I work with you to just you know get something down here that can help a lot of people right. out there? and that's what actually that thought actually interested you like, okay, I think he wants to do some kind of business with me,
0: you see it's <laughs> And people need to understand this because I was like this in the past too. I learned this in my twenties, but you know, I still, before that, I was like, okay, I need to talk to as many people about what I need and how they can help me. And that's not going to get you far. What's going to get you far is you talking to a lot of people about how you can help them without having them even think, you know, and that was the difference between you and like others. And not only that, not only did you say the right thing when we give you the chance, you actually did it. You're like reviewing the reports. No students are not complaining. They're liking the feedback. So I was like, all right, this guy, you know, this guy did what he said he was going to do. And you're still helping us out. I thank you so much. Now you're busy. You're still helping us out, but which is very appreciated, uh, by the way, for the CRA Academy. And a few CRA students going to know who you are. Um, more should because more need to be doing their reports, man. These monthly calls now with the students are about motivating them to do their reports because people are afraid of failure, but that's a whole nother topic. People are afraid. I said, look, just send me your report. I don't care. Send it. You're going to get feedback. Still only like 30% send the report. We have to beg until they send it. And then we have like 50, 60%. But you have, that's a good skill. So how do you recommend to somebody else watching right now, like, hey, I want to get into clinical research. I live in Kansas City. You know, I want to do what Adewala did. How do I do that? I don't have a Mount Sinai here. What what can I do? What do you recommend to them?
1: So, um, like I said, first of all, just go look for that video on YouTube. That is going to be a great start. And I was showing your your book. um, Go get that book that book is going to set you up. And um, I I don't know if you remember, I sent you a text message sometimes ago, um, how people feel about the book. Like if you don't have, the book is just good for um, two people. Somebody who's just planning to get into clinical research or thinking to get into clinical research. Somebody who has been in clinical research. So both of you can really get, I've read that book like Two, three times. <laughs> wow. And I still keep reading it. Freedom. Like when I'm in the train going to work, I'm just going to, you know, keep that book. And before you know I'm I'm already at work. So I never got tired of it because I'm, you know, picking up something in that book every day. So wow, what man. I'm going to recommend is that I need people to go out there, get this book, go in there, search for Dan Video, um, leave a comment, you know, hit the likes. Um, you know, hit those bells, like just just do everything that you can to, you know, make them understand that you are listening to this podcast. You are reading this book. You're doing all these things. And uh, another thing that I recommend for people is to go. There's a video they actually did with Ashley Margot. if you remember that.
0: Uh, we love Ashley Margot.
1: That's the um, how to create your resume, you know, using LinkedIn or well, how to, I think, how to create your resume and how to use the LinkedIn profile. To do all that. That is another, you know, very good video that can help a lot of people out there. So,
0: Ashley, Mari, that's cool. Mar,
1: and people need to work hard. You need to be able to work hard. <laughs> um, I know you sent me a lot of report um, that be, I was blessed to give back um, feedback on those report, And, um, you know, some people working very hard. Some people you know, still need to put some more, you know, work into it. And um, I just felt like just put some work in it. Yeah. Put some work in it. That's going to help.
0: The work is what's – that's the – the work, the struggle is what makes the opportunity happen. I mean, that's where growth comes from, struggle. You know, it doesn't come easy just because you pay for a class doesn't mean it's going to come easy. It's Absolutely. just we make the process easier, but it doesn't come easy. So your background. So you have, Keith, uh, let's talk about the business besides Mount Sinai. I want to get into Mount Sinai and how you interviewed and all that. But let's talk about a little bit about your um, business, the the home health service that right. you have. Can you talk a little bit about that? And obviously, you're an entrepreneur. Um, yeah. how do you translate that into clinical research? We kinda have hints of that here and there. But talk a little bit about your home health business.
1: Yeah, so um then I've always had an interest in um being in the medical, not medical field, but healthcare field. Um I never wanted to be a nurse, I never wanted to be a doctor. Um, but I just still want to do something in the um healthcare field, healthcare system that can still help people out there. Um I've worked with um, people with um, mental disability for a couple of years. And, um, you know, before I finally decided I was going to get into clinical research and stuff like that. But my health home care business, what actually um, prompted me to start the business was uh, there was a time my mother um, needed help in the house, like, you know, like AIDS that can help with some because my mom is a little bit you know, holder. And um so the agency that she has, um, they were not able to provide her one. So I was just calling and calling people and I couldn't find anybody to actually help. And in my mind, I'm like, you know what? I might actually start this to just change the game. I can start this to just, you know, have people be able to like get help in one rich, one touch. And I can do this by, you know, getting on the, you know, Facebook, uh, Instagram and, you know, just trying to help people just like you do, like just have everybody hear about me and stuff like that. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start this. So that is actually how I started that business. That is actually how I started it. I started it because I just want to kick those who are not willing to work and I want to kick them out of the business. You're not supposed <laughs> to be here. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just changing this game. I and like what that. I did was, <laughs> what I did was, I started going to all those patients' houses. So for example, if somebody sent a referral, the first thing I do with my partner is I we go to their houses. We'll meet them personally and let them understand this is what we're gonna do. This is what we're not gonna do. And they were actually surprised, like, wow. They actually, there was one of my patients who was like, they actually come into my house. Like, she was surprised, like, nobody's ever done that. So those are the little skills that we're putting into this and, you know, making sure we change this game. So it's, like, oh, home healthcare services. And um, our office is um, in Eastland, um, 30 West, South Eastland. And um, we, we, we started for, like, two years now. We're doing great. Even COVID slows slow us down a little bit. Um, but we're back strong, and um, we're doing it. We we're doing it right now,
0: and it's it's related to. I mean, anything medical is related to clinical research as well. That's so, at the end of the day, what it is, right? Yeah.
1: So, what I plan is that um, the the clinical research side. What I did is I leave that to. I want to learn some couple of things because if you remember uh, one of the videos that you did, um, somebody was being a CRA. They I'm not saying they don't understand how to start a site, but they don't really know much into what it entails in the site level. Yeah. So yeah. and that is what I'm getting in Monsanto right now. How to start a study, how to understand higher B, modification and all this stuff, how to create a source document, how to, you know, basic
0: bottom. The basics
1: <laughs> Things and that's what I'm you know trying to learn right now. And um believe me, I'm learning because of the future. Because what I wanted to do with the current business that I, I started is to have a site, and you know, I'm learning all that. You know, I'm learning from you, I'm learning from where I'm at right now. And um, um I believe very soon that is going to be added together. And I'm just going to make a site, and I'm not going to stop what I'm still doing right now. So, um yeah. just trying to be a generalist.
0: There's so many you know that have done what you've done and I the fact that you have a business background is really what I think makes me more confident that you would be successful as a site owner than somebody who doesn't it's one thing like you said to be a cRA that's very good but have you ever had to pay a payroll like have that has nothing that skill set has nothing to do with monitoring that skill set has everything to do with internal fortitude like uh, Vince McMahon used to say from WWF <laughs> internal fortitude do you have that? You don't know if you have that until you do it. Yeah. Right? Being a CRA is one thing, but you already know no matter what you do or how your company performs, you're getting that paycheck every two weeks. Yep. When you work for yourself, you better make sure when your monitor come to site selection visit, that they get a good feel for the place, that they're confident enough to select you, and when Absolutely. you do have the study, that there's no issues, so they don't put you on a screening hold. Because Absolutely. if you're put on a screening hold, you know what happens? Absolutely. You stop eating. You yep. literally yep. stop yep.
1: eating. There's a lot. There's a lot to learn, Dan. There's a lot to learn, um, and that is why I always give you your flowers all the time. Um, how you started, where you're at right now. Um, It's a lot of work. People need to understand that. It's a lot
0: of work. This is one of the reasons why I'm documenting my Yuma clinical trial, you know, from the ground up, because I get to start over again, like from ground zero. The only difference is I have a knowledge how to do it, but I'm literally doing like the action, the activity. Whether I did know how to do it or not doesn't mean I still have to do it. The other day I had to carry a drug cabinet into the doctor's office. You right. know, like I haven't done that since like 2006, but I'm back to it because it's over again. You know, there's an opportunity here. That, and I think there's anywhere we can get research-naive patients, mm-hmm. it's an opportunity. People always ask me, where's the best place to open a clinic? I said, anywhere where you can get research-naive patients, yep. that's where you're going to go. Yep. you know, And that comes yep. from the doctors. And, and, the and
1: Dan, getting a research-naive patient is not a... It's not an easy job like that, you know. Um, it's a lot of education. It's a lot of explanation. It's getting them to understand what research is, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, so that is the most important part of it. And um, um, it, it's something. It's the first thing that I was, you know, telling one of my, you know, managers when we were talking. I'm like, education. Just make them understand. Make them know what it is. What let them understand the basics of what we're doing and. And and you're absolutely right. That's the only way to get it done.
0: And patient centricity, what the industry yeah. loves to talk about. That's another thing going against the CRAs. They don't have patient interaction ever. You know, unless you were a coordinator, like, and then became a CRA, you have no idea. Patient, patient can just wake up one morning and say, "I don't want to come today. I don't yeah. feel like it." And that's it. Absolutely. Stop calling me. Stop texting me. If I've changed my mind tomorrow, I'm going to, I've had patients tell me this. Oh, Don't yeah. call me anymore. If I want to come, I'm going to call you. <laughs> what can you do after that point? Right. That's just, you just got to say, okay, well, how can I help? What's going on? I send an Uber. I could bring you lunch. What do you need? What happened? Yeah. Sometimes they end up coming. You just got to talk. You just got to talk a retention it up. Part of it. That's a
1: retention part of it because they are two different things. You could recruit well, but you cannot retain them.
0: Yes, that's a whole nother. So I like what you're doing. I like how everything's aligning itself towards side ownership because you are entrepreneur. And who knows when that will be? It doesn't matter because right now the research industry needs you no matter what it is that you plan to do. And this is what I love about clinical research, especially the coordinator level. Yeah. It's like Grand Central Station, man. Coordinator. It's like Grand Central Station. You could go anywhere from there. Yeah, Anywhere. Yeah. It's not like a train station in Oyster Bay. You can only go one place. It's only going to yeah, take a you lot, A lot of
1: people keep asking me, like, how are you going from being a CRA to a coordinator? Like, they, they keep asking all those questions, but they don't understand. Like, sometimes, like, you want to bring yourself to a certain level where you want to learn the old things that you need to learn, which is the state that I am right now.
0: Generalist. Yeah. generalist because now you're going to learn all aspects of it yep. you know the monitor you're going to understand that so you you got a bachelor in of arts in philosophy yeah no wonder you and i before the interview can talk a lot about things <laughs> uh and we, then we're you not have- going to end up
1: talking that's going to be a long conversation okay <laughs> yeah
0: i'm not ready to have that conversation because <laughs> my youtube will get canceled <laughs> but we won't do that right now. But then you got MBA. um, mm-hmm. ma- uh, So master just, I have one too, actually. So, and we're both, it looks like the same exact year. So we're probably the same age also.
1: We are. And, we are. Cause I remember you was talking about, um, you know, I was watching one of your videos where you was talking about your age and you was talking about, Oh, I still got, um more 30 something years to work right now I'm like dad come on
0: at least I'm an 81 baby you must be too you're probably 82 baby 82 I'm an 81 I'm an 81 you're right I'm right I knew it I was right I knew it because I see the 2000 until 2004 yeah I was 99 until 2004 I took a year off i was going through man you i never talked about that i took a year (laughs) off in college so i was 99 i was supposed to be finished in 2003 oh i took an extra year i took a year off i didn't know what i was gonna do man i never
1: i never i never never took no year off i would just
0: tell yeah because too straight you went 2000 2004 bachelor 2005 2007 then in the United States, you did Masters of Science at universe, uh, uh, Rutgers University right. in Absolutely. Healthcare Analytics and Intel. That's man, you got an impressive background. And then, so when was the home health? When did you start that? Like what year did you start that?
1: So that started. Um, which one are you talking about? You're talking about the my... your your business. Oh, yeah, that was about two years ago. It was two okay. years ago. And like I just said. Wow, before COVID.
0: Before it COVID. was
1: because, before COVID. So when COVID hit, everything stopped. Everything yeah. was in pause. So after COVID, we just started. And I just hired some couple of people that can just, you know, take over so I could do my thing. But at the same time on the weekend, I just give it time to just, you know, because I just have to balance things. Because, you know, at the end of the day, I'm still going to have to, like, merge you know, being a site owner plus that. And you already know we've got a long way to go. That's going to merge well,
0: though. That's going to merge nicely. It is. They're going to complement each other. It is actually. Because I'm
1: thinking, I'm thinking if I have that, like, you know, standard and having my site and working with, you know, because even with that business, I'm still working with their own, you know, personal doctors, you know. So that can still work with me, you know, trying to let people know about the site thing and, um you know, so I already planned it. I already what's planned it like I in
0: uh, What's it like in New Jersey? Because I know you work at Mount Sinai in Manhattan, but in your your business that you own is based in New Jersey, right? Yeah. Uh, so what's the medical landscape like? Because Manhattan's insane to do a research site, but like New Jersey, it's a lot more practical, right? What is the landscape like for physicians? Are they all part of big groups are there a lot of independent doctors still around um because that's that i found that challenging when i moved here is like i couldn't find too many independent physicians
1: so so dan believe me or not new jersey is really huge a lot of people see new jersey like because we have south jersey we have north all right so um new jersey is huge most of this um, physicians, most of these providers, they have they still working in all those hospitals, and they still have their own private practices.
0: So they're independent.
1: Some, they are most of them are independent. Like for example, you going out and see where I live at. Like there's a lot of private practices. Okay. In different therapeutic area.
0: So you get the opportunity there.
1: So the opportunity is right is right here, and that's why I was talking about this with you. You know, when we first start talking, like, hey. Got opportunities here. Let's do it.
0: (laughs) I think you do. Yeah, I think you do. I know some sites in New York City, like Brooklyn, has a very well established um, psychiatric clinic owned by some Russian family. Uh, They've been doing this since I know them because they were at the first investigator meeting I was at in uh, 2005, and they're still running it. Um, So New York City has a lot, uh, but I think New Jersey, you don't hear about too many research client. I think it's underserved. I mean, as close as it is to New York City, I think it's its own world that's somewhat so, underserved.
1: Well, you're actually right, though. Um, there's not too much research clinic in New Jersey. I haven't really heard of so many. And that was part of yeah. the reason why I was just saying like, hey, we could do something right here. I don't
0: think we have Nobody a single client. And we yeah. have like 75 clients right now. I have to ask Chris to be sure, but I don't think we have a single client in New Jersey ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ever, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that they can do. It. There, there's
1: not. so it's a good opportunity down here. Yes, you know. I, I think we still. Well, you just started one, but you know,
0: there's something that uh, yeah. we can consider. Yeah, because and I know. Uh, well, yeah, we we'll definitely talk about that. So that's in the long range horizon. A yeah. lot of people watching are gonna be interested in. The interview process you went through. So let's go take off the entrepreneur hat, put on the employee hat. This video is something for everybody, guys. I know, right? (laughs) Ade Ade is versatile. He can go, he's like Drake. He can go rap, (laughs) sing, love, gangster. Whatever you want. Like, he's versatile. There's a don't reason. Get, don't, he's... Don't, don't get me
1: started. Don't get me started on this new Drake album that just came out. Don't oh, yeah. It just came but... out. I didn't
0: listen to it. I didn't listen to it yet, but yeah, I of have. Course I listened to it. I listened to it.
1: <laughs> it I was, You know, the funniest part of it is like one of the videos just came out and he got Kawhi dancing on the side. I'm like, Kawhi dancing? Kawhi Leonard? Kawhi Leonard. He was dancing.
0: I got to see this. Oh, my God. <laughs> As a Clipper funny. fan, I got to see this. Uh, that's, that's uh, impossible to do. Right, uh, right. but yeah, you are versatile. So we're going to go from entrepreneur to employee. So right. the process of you, I know when I talked to you, you just wanted a job in clinical research. You wanted, you were willing to do anything it took because you want to get the generalist, you know, as much as you can under your belt. You had the project management background. You had the home health and the business background. We didn't really even talk about the project management background. Do you want to talk a little bit about that?
1: So that actually was, um, you know, when I did my MBA and and that was, you know, a long time ago. I was first thinking I was going to go into project management. But along the line is when I changed my mind, like, you know what? I got to do some couple of things, you know, first and I can just attach everything and just, you know, like merge everything into being a project man- manager being a project manager is another different level It's a level where you have to understand the basics of whatever project that you're managing, and that is what myself and my um my manager we're doing right now. There's some couple of project management classes that I took
0: oh, and, really uh, okay. oh yeah yeah
1: yeah 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 actually margo
0: actually Margot from Latinos in research. She yeah. wants to get a uh, six sigma black belt, something black belt. <laughs> I was like, What are you gonna do? Karate, what's going on? She, I, she wants I, to do black I belt. Know, that's
1: funny. <laughs> I know, right? But but you get a black belt, you're in, that's a whole another level. Wow. Yeah. But anyway it's beyond you,
0: my level of comprehension I know, right? black <laughs> project I know, manager hats off the project manager because I know I always talk about they are the ones that have to solve problems from the sponsor, CRO, site, even patient. People don't get paid. Timelines are not met. Sponsor upset. Everybody goes to project manager.
1: Dan, you, you're absolutely right about this. And, um, you know, we have, you know, this training. And, you know, I was asking my manager some couple of questions. And most of the questions that's coming out from this project management classes is the relationship between the site and the sponsor. And, you know, and all the stuff. And, and it's really interesting because as a project manager, your skills got to be different. On how yes. to manage both sides, you know the stakeholders and uh, and uh, and uh, and the sponsor. All right, so we're gonna have to do a video about this. That's a whole conversation um, talking about project managing how to manage, Ooh. you know, the sponsor and the stakeholder. That that, <laughs> that would be hot. Really, that that's gonna be really
0: huge. That'll be the next one that we drop after this. But- and, and like I
1: told you, and like I told you, I'm gonna have to bring Catherine into this. Because my, Catherine, my manager, she is, oh, she's, a, a, she's, another, level. she's Michelle, another level.
0: Michelle brings on, like, Michelle builds great teams. You know, yeah. I got to give Michelle her flowers. I mean, yeah. I met her once, but we talked uh, several times, Zooms and interviews, and I've got texting back and forth. And for somebody who works, I know Mount Sinai is not, technically or traditionally academia, but they are in that world as well as private industry sponsored world. They're in both. Yeah. As somebody who's at that level, for her to have the humility to even network with someone like me. I mean, forget about YouTube. She does this with people with sites everywhere. Like just to network with site owner, mom and pop. And you're at this Mount Sinai director. Yeah. And you want to network with Dan and Chris in San Bernardino, yeah. like at a <laughs> breakthrough yeah. clinical trial, because yeah. you want to see how you can improve, you know, your department. Michelle Cohen, you know, man, you she's she deserve her flowers. She, while she's, she's great. Here. She's great.
1: She's great. Um one time I was talking to my um my manager about me wanting to take this classes. I want to do this, I want to do that. And my major was like, you wanna do a lot of things. I'm like, I wanna learn as much as I can. Yeah. So I think yeah. she just uh run that by Michelle and Michelle was like, You know why they wanted to have his own site later in the future? So let him get it.
0: Wow. Let him do it. Michelle,
1: let him do it. She's she's a good person.
0: For somebody like that to be those are the kind of directors we need. Like yeah. you know, then there's nothing wrong with this. People reach out to me on YouTube all the time asking for tips like for themselves, you know, how they can improve. Michelle from day one asked me how she can improve her department. It's like not for her. Just how she can improve her department. So that to me was like wow, you know, there's actually still people like this out there. Like at these There's just few people
1: out there still don't stump like that. There are just few people out there. Michelle is one of them.
0: That's Trust crazy. Me. So anybody okay. associated with Michelle's department would love to interview. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, that's a whole another topic. The project manager and the sponsors, and you notice how, and you're you're at Mount Sinai, so you guys yeah. like sponsors love Mount Sinai. They you know, and in a time like 2021, when there's so many studies and sites are being picky, when I tell you Adewale. This is my first study here in Yuma, Arizona, from my new site. I'm having a first SSV on Friday. I have zero, zero percent nervous. Zero. Maybe (laughs) negative. I'm almost (laughs) negative. I actually don't really want this study. It's difficult. So I'm like, kind of want reason that they don't give it to us. I'm like, negative nervousness. Right. Mm -hmm. Why? Not because I'm cool or anything like that it's because there's so many studies right now so many studies so all the sponsors you were talking about sponsor site relationship all the sponsors who back in 2012 when the market was favorable for sponsors and all the sites came to the sponsor begging for studies now the tables are turned you know sponsors (laughs) begging for sites this is a perfect example of how things go in cycles, and you got to be careful about how you treat people that you come across because yeah. later they become directors of places. Absolutely, Five years is not that long.
1: I agree I agree with you on that. Um, places like Mount Sinai has, you know, more than 100 therapeutic studies going on, you know. Um, and, you know, just like you said, their whole m- – there are many sponsors that, you know, Mount Sinai is dealing with, you know, uh, people including my own personal study that we're doing right now, um, including the COVID study and stuff like that. So Mount Sinai is just huge. It's
0: it, a big name.
1: It's, it's just huge, a big name. and
0: It's a big name. When these biotechs that are publicly traded that I review, when they add a Mount Sinai to their sites, that's a press release for the biotech. Company so and so just added Mount Sinai as a site for their latest study, the stock goes up like two percent from that news. <laughs> I'm telling you, Mount Sinai's like they they're able to do that. So oh, for somebody oh, yeah. like Michelle in that situation is still humble enough to want to like learn and deal with the regular people like me, that's amazing. That,
1: that is that is huge. Um, Dan. That is really, really huge. <laughs> and, uh, and and it's for real, that's a fact. Huge.
0: Yeah. You know? So, how long you've been there? Um,
1: it's gonna be about four months right now.
0: Okay, so it's It's right now it's August. Oh no, right now it's September twenty twenty one. So yeah, so over there, I think there's a lot of um, opportunity there, and you're definitely gonna learn a whole lot. And and you've been seeing other academy, CRA Academy, CRC Academy graduates from the tri state area. Go over there and yep, and, all of and them then, love it.
1: And then you know, it's not stopping me from you know reviewing my report, giving feedback, you know, to you know everyone reaching out to me and stuff like that. I, I'm part of. I'm still part of DSCS. I, I'm proud to say. It, yeah, i know? see it
0: on your LinkedIn, man. It actually looks good. I gotta say, that logo looks good on your LinkedIn. <laughs> and we're we're gonna have your LinkedIn profile underneath this video so that everybody can connect you have to connect with adewala he's he's uh you know from pm to entrepreneur to coordinator at a place like mount sinai you've got like best of both the world on mount sinai it's almost like um academic and uh because they do a lot of their own investigator initiated trial with grants but they also do industry response that's a unique place um mount that's a good it's gonna be good to follow your career and definitely follow like what you're gonna be able to do in the new jersey area uh, underserved i mean people think about underserved as like small towns but sometimes they're just places that are overshadowed by manhattan (laughs) by new york you know it doesn't mean it's small i know right
1: I know, right? No, it doesn't. It doesn't, and and I know we was talking about, um, you know, you know, the series of interview that went through. It, it was a lot, and 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 all of these interviews were very very interesting. Like, you know, you having an interviews and you have to learn from it and learn from the interview and stuff like that. Oh yeah, the process and everything was really great.
0: How did it go? So, how many places you applied to? Like, let's go through the failures, the rejections. Did you have any failures, rejections? not
1: not not, not so much, then, honestly. Wow. Because of my background and um you know what i you know, the the knowledge, the experience that I had um it, it wasn't that bad. I remember you know, it was me and you just talking that day and was like, you know, what, let's just give this a try out and we just, you know, sent out the resume like, okay, this is what I wanted to do. So with the experience and the knowledge that I have, it wasn't like too bad, but but I can still give it advice to whoever is trying to like get into the same position. Is like like just like I told you. Like let's go watch the Ashley Margot video, which where she it's like a, an hour and twenty minutes video, an hour and twenty minutes long video where she was explaining how you can work on your resume, how you can actually create your, your resume, how you can actually create your email. There's a way you can set up your email to send it out to employers and they're like, you're different, you know? And how <laughs> you can actually, you know, network on a LinkedIn. Yeah. You know. So those are the things that, you know, someone just gotta to put together. And did you
0: did you follow her advice? Oh yes, I actually did. Yeah. Wow. I actually did, and that really helped. Yeah, and actually, really helped. Ashley's Ashley's man. Give her her flowers while she's here too. That girl. Is like brings a level of organization like no other to Latinos in the clinical research. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, her things on how to write your resume and your emails and it's gold. How to link it all together? Yeah, it's gold. Yeah. And I'm seeing your LinkedIn now, and it, um, it does look like you were able to put some of her uh, advice to you. So yeah, everybody, I I agree with Ade. Go watch those. Go yeah. watch that video with Ashley. Anything else for the? Job seekers.
1: I mean, I just never give up. I I encourage anyone not to ever give up. I encourage everyone to always put hard work, like just just put work into it. You might get denials. um It's always gonna happen. Um, you might send your resume out there to some people that never responded back. A lot of people are just gonna be like, you know what, I can't do it. Never say you can't do it. Just keep doing it. um I remember out of some of your videos that you've done in the past, like just throw like 10, 20 out in a day. Keep throwing it out. Yeah, get rejection, do interviews. Interviews actually really, um, when you do more interviews, they actually teach you how to do interviews. So for example, you have an interview and it didn't go well, whatever you got wrong in there or somebody, something you didn't get right, you could actually just go back and just like you know what I can do well here, and just teach yourself, groom yourself, and just do it again. I did that in the past. Like I'm going to have an interview, and I'm just going to record it, and I want to listen back to myself. Like okay, let me just hear what I did, and I'm like, oh, I didn't do well here. Okay, I'm gonna try it again. So I would encourage people to do the same. Just ensure that you learn from your mistake and just keep doing it. Just keep going, keep going, keep going.
0: I think that resiliency that we share. It didn't come by accident. It's from years of working for yourself. This is, you know, one of the things, one of the things people don't talk about a lot is the independent contractor or the people, even in another industry like you, I mean, you're still in healthcare, but like, let's say you're an entrepreneur in a a completely different industry. The fact that you are an entrepreneur, you're developing resiliency. So to you, you're already used to no. When when you start when you have a business, you get a lot more no's than yes. I'll tell you that. Absolutely. It's at least 10 to 1, sometimes 100 to 1. Yeah. So you're used to it. But when you've never been in that situation and you're an employee looking for jobs and you hear no 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 3 4 times in a row, right. you're going to be depressed. You're going right. to go, you know, in your room and not come out. Listen right. to Drake for a day, you know, his sad song, <laughs> the sad songs of Drake. That's what you're going to do. And you have to have this resiliency muscle. So you either have to have some kind of entrepreneurial experience, mm-hmm. or this is probably more practical for people listening, treat yeah. your own career like a your own business. Yeah. start thinking about it. If you, you, what do you mean you don't have a website? You don't have an Instagram? You don't have a LinkedIn? Those are your website. For yep. what employers look at, especially yep. your LinkedIn.
1: Yep. yep. So, your man, destiny is in your hand, you know, your destiny is in your hand. And, you know, you just have to, you know, know how to use it. Like, hold it tight and make sure you're not giving up on anything. You're doing it for yourself. So, why not?
0: And you develop that resiliency, <clears throat> not just in the business, which is a tough business to be in, the home health agency, but yeah. also... The fact that you did it and then COVID came right after. Yeah. So you had like a double punch in the gut. You,
1: you already know. Ordinary person would have given up like, no, I can't do it. I already started, you know, my payroll and everything. And, you know, everything would ju- just look like it was crumbling. But the, the fact is, if you have an interest in whatever you're doing and, you know, people always say whatever you can do, you know, for free is something that you can do to make millions out of it. It's the same thing as clinical research. Yeah. the first time that I met you, I remember I told you that Dan, I want to do it for free. I want whatever you want need me to do, just let me start over here. Let's get into it. I'll do it for free. And you was like, you know what? Let's do it. <laughs> you know, so that's just what it is. Be ready to do it for free. Be ready to give it all. Be not don't be too selfish when it comes to this. So and sky's the limit.
0: That is what one of the things that got me as well. So look, guys. Everybody go network with Ade, especially if you're in the tri-state area. What's wrong with you if you're not? You know, his LinkedIn is right underneath the video. It's also, if you're listening, shout out to all the listeners out there on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher. You got a lot of places that you can listen to. You know, Drake. I mean, (laughs) we're competing with Drake right now. Did somebody say, should I listen to these two guys or Drake? I think you're better off listening to us my opinion you're better off but uh we appreciate you guys so thank you so much for checking this out and um, uh we're gonna do part two three i like your idea of site sponsor relationship and i like your idea of project management let's Mm -hmm. do a video where we can honor the project managers we are in the industry if you have anyone at mount sinai who's a p.m I would love to interview them. We gotta give them more credit because I don't know yeah. how they do it.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, we'll do that. Um, and just like I told you, like I'm gonna talk to my manager about this, and I really need her to come on the on the podcast. She has a lot to give. She has a lot of energy. She's um, she's smart, diligent. She's um, she's somebody who never gives up. And you know, just wake up every morning, just wanted to just make a change. That's who she is. So i got you on that one
0: this is okay good 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 we we appreciate it so thank you so much ade i appreciate it thank you everybody for watching make sure you like subscribe comment share if you don't know what to comment put a robot emoji it helps with the algorithms um and then again again go follow adewale right now and we'll catch you all later thank you adewale
1: no problem